Hey everybody, it's Anna J. Wollner with the Author Library, and today I am excited to have with me Jennifer Ann Gordon. Jennifer, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, Anna. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I am Jennifer Ann Gordon. I am the author of Beautiful, Frightening, and Silent, the Hotel series, as well as the brand new release, Pretty Ugly. Uh, I'm usually labeled as a literary horror author. Um, some people just call me a literary author, some just horror, um, but I have a very lyrical style to my work. So it's not sure horror. So oh, Anna's scared. <laughs> and I, I reassured her that she doesn't need to be scared. <laughs> I, just watch, I don't watch horror movies and I don't read a lot of strictly horror. I know that a lot of people, that there are different genres within horror. You know, you have... Yeah. You know, you have psychological thriller and then you have, you know, you get down to splatter punk and that is just not. Yeah. Something yeah. I don't stare. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I can't write that. I don't mind reading it sometimes, but like, even though I love horror, love, love, love my ideal genre. I am kind of a baby when it comes to her. Like, so there's like nothing gross in my books, like any kind of violence more alluded to and uh you know it, in my book pretty uh, it's horror in the loosest sense of the word like it's it's more of like a modern gothic has a little bit of body horror to it because there are some medical things but again I'm squeamish so uh, the medical stuff is like <laughs> few and far between <laughs> It's like, I, I, you know, I can watch some of the older movies, you know, that, that are um, whenever they were doing, uh, you know, plastics and latex and real monster movies. And that doesn't bother me so much. But the new CGI is just so realistic. Yeah. That, yeah. Like, I, don't, I can't do yeah. it. It's hard for me. And like, I have a real eye phobia. So sometimes when I'm watching horror movies, I'm just like Ooh. the entire time going, what if somebody gets something jammed in their eye? So like yeah. I watch them like this and my husband has to, to he's like, it's not even near their eye. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, but what? Anyway, I just, I, I wait for the sounds to stop if I'm watching something that's sketchy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sometimes I just get up and leave the room and I'm like, just tell me when it's over. <laughs> but you're the award winner for best tour. Yes, and, yes, I uh, did. I won the Kindle award uh, for my book, Beautiful, Frightening mm -hmm. and Silent. And that was my debut novel. So I won the Kindle Award for Best Horror and Sus uh, Horror Slash Suspense. And it also won the Authors on the Air Award for Best Horror Novel of 2020. And was the finalist for, I think, American Book Fest's Best Book Award for Horror. So but it was exciting. I mean, to have it be my debut novel. And the day I won the Kindle Award was the day after I got married. So it was just like a really lovely weekend in a terrible year because 2020 was such a terrible year. And then I had like a great weekend where I got married, my book won an award. That, yeah, that is definitely, that, that'll put the icing on the cake, literally. Yes. <laughs> uh, but Pretty Ugly just released, uh, was it last week? Yeah, it released on Tuesday the 13th, so it'll be one week old tomorrow. <laughs> I definitely so. go check it out. Uh, it looks amazing, and the reviews are already coming in, and there's a lot of buzz around this book. 
Yeah, I've been lucky. Thank you. I love the cover too. I just, it was designed by Books and Moods and they just did such a spectacular job. Um, You know, they did everything I wanted and more. I picked out the photo. I didn't want to like do the cover myself. And I was like, just use this somehow. And uh, yeah, they they did a great job. And there has been some good buzz around the book. I've had some really incredible reviews and I was lucky I host a podcast as well because everybody hosts a podcast. And because I host a podcast, I w- was able to meet some amazing authors over the past year. And a few of them very graciously agreed to read the book when it was like, when it was still an uncorrected copy, read uh-huh. the book and give me um, a couple quotes. So I was able to get, you know, Wendy Webb, who is like a goddess to me. She's a New York Times number one bestseller. She's the queen of Gothic fiction. She read it and gave it a blurb. And Sean Cosby, who wrote Blacktop Wasteland and Razorblade Tears, the book, his books are everywhere. He's the like the king yeah. of like noir right now. He read the book and gave me a, a lovely quote. Uh, my agent Paula Munier did. So it was it was exciting but terrifying to reach out to like my idols and say, right. could you read my books, please? <laughs> Yeah, and, and Diane's in that too. She gave me a beautiful blurb. Yeah, uh, for those of you guys uh, who, who don't know, uh, Jennifer Ann Gordon is co-host of Box Vomitus. And uh, so go check out her podcast. She has some amazing guests on and they just celebrated their one year anniversary as well. Yes, so yes. Uh, you can find them on, are, are you on YouTube or is it? We are, um, we are on YouTube. Um, we're on the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network, so it's right. on their page. Or you can just go to Vox Vomitus Podcast on Facebook, and Facebook. all of the videos are there, or you adjust the audio everywhere where there's podcasts. <laughs> gotcha. So I have to ask about the cover specifically. Um, the, I want to ask you about the mask. Is it yes. symbolic in some way? I know that that the storyline deals with a plague, but is it, is there a bit of a message behind it? Is it, you know, somehow. It is, it is related to the book. So um, pretty ugly. Like the mask we all wear every day. Yeah. I mean, it's that and more. So uh, pretty ugly follows the story of Nicole slash Omelia. Omelia is her new name and she is an Instagram answer. makeup tutorials on Twitch that she bases on the cover of her books, of her favorite books. Um, And she had a very rough childhood. So she's reinvented herself as an adult and she's all surface. Like nobody would think that there's anything wrong with her, that she feels any pain because she's this character that she's created. Um, So she, she's wearing a mask every day you know, a physical makeup is her mask. Uh, It also follows another character named Sam, who is a politician. He's the heir apparent to a political dynasty. And he too is wearing a mask because he never wanted to be a politician. He never wanted to lead the life he's living, which is, he's very privileged. His family's incredibly wealthy, but he, you know, again, there were things that happened to him in his childhood that I don't want to give too much away of the book, but he's, He's like hurting. So it follows these two people as a plague breaks out. And this plague does um, affect how you look physically. So 
um, it like it, it combines, we'll say like viral meningitis with like a leprosy type of thing. Okay. So if you do live through this virus, you do end up incredibly physically scarred and the virus is still very contagious. So now like, you know, it, the book takes place in like the first two days of the virus and then six months later. So whatever the world is in that state. So by then people like to, because they have to wear masks, but in some ways it's because a, they don't want to spread the virus, but it's also covering their, the scarring. Disfigurement. Gotcha. Yeah. So then you can sort of meet people on a very even level, like because everybody's wearing a mask and you don't know who's sick and who's not or who had it and who, you know, because so it's, there's a lot of different levels to it. I was going to say, it's, it, it seems like uh, the narrative is very uh, deep in some aspects and then yes. you have some circle, surface level aspects. But as a whole, readers can, if they pay attention, pick up on some of those subtleties that you've incorporated into the book. Yes. I mean, pretty much from the get-go, it is definitely more literary fiction than horror. So, and it's, it's a character study more than it is a book about a virus. Because people are looking at it and they're like, I don't want to read a book about a virus. We just like lived through this. And I keep saying like, yeah, it's not really about that. It's... That was more just the inciting incident to, to get the story rolling. And I did come up with the idea before COVID and, <laughs> and then COVID happened and I'm like, no. Right. But you, uh, you mentioned it's very character centric. So I'm uh, of the same mindset that whenever I'm reading someone's, whenever I'm reading a novel, if you can make me invested in the characters and what they're going through and the characters, you know, feelings and emotions then I will follow them through whatever yeah. trials they go through. I mean, I'm, I'm hooked. I'm, I'm, I'm in love with the character. Do you feel the same way? Are you, are you in love with the characters that you create? I am. I definitely am. And I always feel like I'm, I like mourn them when the book is done. Like, like I, I, so like, even though I finished writing pretty ugly ages ago, um, like I still miss Nicole and Sam so much. Like I think about them. And because, you know, you get to know them when you're writing. And so I miss them. And even though I'm writing another book right now, it's like, I'm right. still like, I'm still like missing them, hoping they're okay. You know, I know the end. So <laughs> readers don't understand. Yeah. As, as, as authors, we really do fall in love with the characters too. And it's, it's sad to see them go sometimes. So you mentioned that you're working on, on a new nightmare. <laughs> I am I am working on something uh, I can't talk about it which is so weird but like because this always happens even on my show where like we ask people we're like what are you working on and they're like I'm not allowed to talk about it but I am working on a project <laughs> um, I'm working on a couple projects but one major one um, that I you know pitched to my agent a few months ago and she loved it and so she's the one who has sworn me to secrecy because she doesn't want the idea getting out there before she starts, you know, shopping it. Um, right. So I'm working on that, my top secret project. I can say that it's not horror and it's not scary, but it is still kind of dark. 
I can say that much. Um, And then I'm also like on the side working on, I accidentally started writing a haunted house story. (laughs) You accidentally started working? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you know how like, like you just get an idea and then the characters start talking to you and you're just like, I'll just, I'll just like write out a few ideas. And then all of a sudden, like the characters just kept talking to me and, and that, so I don't know what's going to happen with that. I don't know if I'll, you know, independently publish that one or if my agent will read it and say, Ooh, I want this too. Um, I don't know. So I'm kind of working on two things. <laughs> no, I, I do the same thing. It's like, I'll have a, a, a just a sentence or something that sparks a, and, and then, you know, I'll write a paragraph or something like that. And then it goes into a file that just sits and whenever I have time to revisit then perhaps (laughs) perhaps I will yeah Uh, I I think I have a whole folder on my desktop that's just like these random things that I've done in like like I don't know if you ever do like speed writing where you're like okay I'm just gonna write for like 14 minutes and you set a timer and you're just like writing so I have like the beginnings of I don't know 30 like I don't know what it would be my memoir maybe I don't know (laughs) Mine just says random snippets. That's yeah. what the folder is called. And it's just like has 20 different word docs that are like, you know, a couple of paragraphs each. And yeah. uh, seemed like a good idea at the time. Maybe, you know, I'll go back and, and, and check them out at some point. But uh, I tend to go to that folder when um, so Anna and I, for people watching, have the same publicist and I know for for me, Mickey has me like guest posting at a lot of different places like Reader's Entertainment, Horror right. Tree. Um, so sometimes when I need inspiration for a guest post, I go to that random snippets folder <clears throat> and I, I look and I'm like, is there something in here that I could turn into a guest post? That's a great idea. I'd not thought of that, but yeah. um, it's, it's helped a lot, especially like on those months where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm guest posting every week. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. You have to keep us busy. Um, yeah. <laughs> but what would you say? I mean, so far in the three novels that you have out, um, guys, go check out. I'll have um, her uh, the link for uh, your Amazon uh, author page so that you can check out all of Jennifer Ann Gordon's books. But so far, what has been the best experience in your author career? You know, um, I would have said, I usually would say, I, I, I love the create, like I love creating the work. So that's always such a wonderful part. Um, I would have said winning the Kindle award because that came with money. So that was exciting, but uh, I'm actually going to switch that answer because it changed Uh, on Tuesday when my book launched, I got to have my first in-person book signing event at a bookstore and and it was great because I haven't been able to do that because we've been in lockdown right. right and it was a ticketed event and it sold out and you know yes. and just like being able to like see so many people holding my book and signing so many books and then afterwards like a bunch of us went out for drinks and I just like I felt like this is what an author's life is supposed to be like doing is- these things yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back to that um, that 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 old way of being able to interact in person with the in-person book signings. Yeah. And but I do think that some things are going to be here to stay 
with digital because I think that people see how easy or after they've been forced now to use that as an avenue, they see how easy it is. And I think that'll stay around for a little while. I think it will too. Oh, my dog is barking. I'm sorry if you can hear that. <laughs> Just like, oh. Um, yeah, especially with things like like taking classes. Um, like just, it, it's been really fantastic to be able to learn from people and meet people that are, you know, all over the country. Yes, yeah, you know, and that's one of the benefits that uh, that we have um, in common, uh, being that uh, we both, you know, uh, talk to other authors on, you know, podcasts that you get to talk with technology is so amazing. You know, you get to talk with someone on the other side of the world. Exactly. I know. It's just been really fantastic to like, you know, talk to authors in England, talk to authors in Scotland, you know, and just you know, podcasting has really opened up my world in so many ways because I've got to, I've gotten to meet virtually, but still meet my idols. Like I got to inter- like interview Josh Mallerman. Oh, my dog is right here. Can you see him? There he is. <laughs> he wants to be a part of the show too. That's fine. Bring him back. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, he is on the desk. <laughs> Yeah, so I I got to meet like Josh Mallerman and Paul Tremblay and Sarah Langan and Carol Goodman and all of these people that I've just been reading their books for so many years. They've been like, they're my automatic buys. Like if they have a book out, I'm just like pre-order. I don't even need to know what it's about. It's like, right. So to to be able to like sit down and talk to them um, has been incredible and, and figure out that, because you know, like you and I were like new in this business. We're just starting out and to talk to people who have been doing it for like, you know, 20 years and they still feel the same way we do, where we're just like, I have got a folder on my desktop of like a bunch of random things that I don't know what it is. And (laughs) I mean, it is so true, but I think that, that now that uh, we've been forced to interact with people in this digital atmosphere, you know, a, a lot of authors haven't really been able to do that on a, on a large scale, you know, um, like they can now. So you get to know that, you know, authors aren't, we're not unapproachable. We're, we're, we're a little wacky and we're a little weird. Definitely um, that. <laughs> and, uh, but, but just regular people who sometimes don't always have it together. I still haven't done the dishes from yesterday, just so you guys know. Yeah, I've been putting off doing a load of laundry for like days now. <laughs> Normal people who who have uh, <laughs> have these ideas. So, but it has been a pleasure having you on today. Thank you so Thank much you. for taking the time out of your day uh, and skipping laundry for a minute. To oh yeah, <laughs> anytime. <laughs> to uh to talk with me and uh, everyone if you haven't already please do subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss out on some great upcoming content and uh check out jennifer's link in the uh, description below to check out her other books and just thank you again for being on thank you hey everybody else uh stay safe stay healthy and we'll see you again next time bye everyone